Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 898, air date March 14th, 2021. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Yadure. We're going to start shortly as people uh, come in. It is Saturday evening, six about 6.30 p.m. I hope everyone's having a good weekend. How are we doing on Instagram here? Good evening. Good evening, everyone. We're going to be talking about our continuing in our science series on uh, joint health, and we're going to continue to talk about another uh, one of you asked yesterday about glucosamine. So interesting enough, we had done some work on it. So over the uh, on Friday night and uh, Saturday morning, we worked on that for, for you because we thought it would fit in nicely because we did chondroitin, but we didn't did, do glucosamine. So we're going to talk about glucosamine today. Let me make sure everyone's okay here. Good. Hello, everyone on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Periscope, etc. cetera. Uh, so as people are logging in, good from New Hampshire. We have people from uh, Japan. Excellent to have you. Uh, Brenda Hardy's wants to know what happened to our political situation. Good to see you, Brenda. I'll go over it. Uh, we'll go over that. Best regards from Zurich. Great to have you. West Virginia, Tom Elkins. Hello from Florida. Wonderful Canada. Oh, wow. All the way from India. Tamil Nadu. Very, very nice to have you. Bala BK. Ohio. Uh, North Carolina, Chicago, California. Excellent. New Jersey, my hometown. All right. Well, um, good evening, everyone. Um, I, I'm going to actually do this in an accelerated form because I'm late for a wedding. Um, I want to say hello to Ken Fielding. Um, you may have seen Ken. He's one of our Truth, Freedom, and Health warriors. He's getting married today. So I have to go over to his, um, his dinner. So if everyone wants to say uh, happy, uh, congratulations to Ken Fielding, F-I-E-L-D-I-N-G, Kenneth Fielding. I think, um, uh, no, I'm not the bride. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm one of the uh, people going there to, um, uh, essentially congratulate Ken. So anyway, let's begin. What I want to start with is, first of all, uh, many of you are asking about our website, um, what's going on. I just want to let you know that we have a website. Um, vashiva.com and I'll just show you very quickly what that website is and where it is if you go to vvictoralphashiva.com um, here's the website I think you guys can all see it um, it's a very very cool website um, but on the website you can see that we have the top part of it really gives sort of the timeline of the many many different things I've worked on still work on uh, on the top of the website we always publish a article that's um, redone. There's a whole video blog on it, etc. So um, this is a systems approach to osteoarthritis. Uh, you give a little background of all the different things I've done um, scientifically, politically, etc. And then this is our whole blog series that we have that we do, which is typically about seven days after I do a live. And then over here is our Truth, Freedom and Health Leadership Training Program, how you can become a warrior. And then if you want to know background of me. So anyway, 
Um, that's what we have, have, have on the website. So please take advantage of that. It's, it was really, you know, we create the website. We do a lot of work to keep it up to date. That's vashiva.com. So let's go jump, jump right into the PowerPoint because today we're going to be talking about glucosamine. And let me share that. And let's go right here. Okay. What are you doing here? Okay, so everyone can see it here. And you guys can see it here. Good. Okay, so let's jump right in. So this is glucosamine. And um, uh, and we're going to talk about joint health. And we're going to take a molecular systems biology approach using Cytosolve, the technology that I created for my PhD work out of MIT, and which we've been working on for 16 years. Cytosolve is a technology. It's a revolutionary technology that allows us to use the computer to eliminate the need for animal testing so we can model complex biological phenomenon using the computer. And I'll talk more about that, but, um, but uh, we use Cytosolve now as a public service. We've used it to make money where we help companies who are trying to figure out what products to create, does it work or not? Uh, and our goal is we don't need animal testing. And I have a couple of dogs. In fact, the FDA even argues that if you're gonna test something on humans, why are you even wasting time on dogs, okay? Or animals, or et cetera, and causing them cruelty. It's a whole nother discussion, but Cytosol's aim is to eliminate that need, and we've created that technology to do that. But uh, you can see over here, we'll come back to the uh, molecular structure of glucosamine. So everyone understands how glucose, what is glucosamine, but this is really a molecular systems biology approach, okay? Like this. So we'll, we'll go into a little bit of background, but I really want to talk to you about the systems approach, how that led into the movement for truth, freedom, health. Then I'm going to cover the high level glucosamine. I want to really explain to you how Cytosol works so you understand how we develop the uh, mechanistic understanding of joint health. And then we're going to look at the effect of glucosamine on joint health. We're going to cover the synergistic principle. And before we go to glucosamine dosaging, I also want to share with you that. Um, uh, uh, we have recently also uh, created the ability to use Cytosol to do our own product development. And so we have some very, very exciting news I'll share with you on the development of a new product, which actually allows us to understand inflammation and pain in a very profound way. So background is, again, if you go to the website, you'll see a whole range of things um, that I've done, um, but all of them have been bounded by taking a systems approach. So for example, the invention of email was really about this, okay? So uh, some of you may know, I invented the first email system when I was a 14 year old kid. The key thing to understand is we're gonna be pounding away on systems, systems, systems. And that is what er the, the, the common theme, the sort of the common DNA with everything I've done is systems and the science of systems. Uh, from being a 14 year old kid to inventing email, all the way to you know uh, going through all the degrees at MIT, my PhD work in Cytosolve, the development system, systems health, the development of truth, freedom, and health, the movement. The movement is a systems approach for our liberation for truth, freedom, and health. So um, when I was 14, I was asked to convert the old-fashioned inner office mail system to the electronic form, and I did all the work, 50,000 lines of code, and I named that system email, got the first US copyright at a time when email was the only way to protect software inventions. 
didn't really talk a lot about. I was brought up to be a very humble Indian kid. Um, when I came to MIT, it was on the front page. It was many, many years later that uh, uh, in 2011, that Time magazine, when my mom was dying in a suitcase, she had left all the materials, clearly documenting the invention mail. There was one of the few journalists, a guy called Doug Ameth, who went through it, and he wrote this article that you're seeing here called The Man Who Invented Email. And then a few months later, in February 16th, 2012, it went into the Smithsonian. Uh, it was a big day to uh, honor the American dream from essentially the background I came from, and it was America that afforded me that opportunity. But what was interesting was that um, you had this huge vitriol. You had people calling me all sorts of names because people did not want to accept the fact a 14-year-old kid, not at MIT, but before I came to MIT, had invented email, and the facts were so obvious. So they had to create a bogus controversy. And that bogus controversy, the heart of that bogus controversy, you can take a systems approach to understanding that. So if I go here and I go back to the slide, what I learned um, was that this was the environment in which innovation took place, okay? And this is a systems way of looking at this. And email did not occur in the military industrial complex. It occurred in this environment where I was given freedom. I was, um, because I was pretty smart, worked hard, uh, predominantly because I worked hard, um, I was given the freedom to work as a full-time research fellow as a 14-year-old kid in Rutgers. And I was given, and with that freedom, I could innovate. And I was given infrastructure. It was this triangle of freedom and, and support, right? From my family, from my school teachers, from a mentor, Dr. Michelson, who allowed me to perform innovation. Um, in any, and that university provided me access to computers, infrastructure. So I want you to remember this diagram because you're gonna see this diagram over and over and over again. And that diagram is not something that's just sort of coincidental because you'll find out freedom is the essential element for us to do anything. But it is a systems approach to understanding how innovation takes place. It's with freedom, you get innovation, but you need infrastructure, okay? So if we wanna help the world, you know, all these stupid politicians, what they should actually be doing is supporting infrastructure, 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 infrastructure. However, in the United States today, the United States has a D in infrastructure, a D, according to the American Society of Civil Engineers. Massachusetts has an F minus minus. So these scummy politicians and lawyers and liars, they destroy our infrastructure. They want racism, so they never wanna actually support uh, bottoms up innovation. And in 1978, because of that support of my family, public school teachers and a mentor in Newark, New Jersey was where email was created, all right? So that, uh, that's what that background gives you, but it really gives you that you can look at the world by understanding this very simple diagram. It'll keep coming uh, over and over and over again. So I hope you appreciate that. So let's go back to, so that's where uh, this, this innovation, freedom and infrastructure. Now, Cytosolve, like email, if email is the electronic version of the inner office mail system, uh, Cytosolve is the electronic version of the molecular communication system. So Cytosolve was, I've done many innovations, was one of, the, one of my recent innovations that I did out of my PhD work at MIT. And so when you look at glucosamine, Cytosolve helps us do a number of things. Look at all the articles on glucosamine, uh, nearly as much as hyaluronic acid. There's about 36,000 or as of right now, 36,275 research articles, and that's over 132 years of medical research, 410 clinical trials. So that's a lot of information out there on glucosamine. So if I were to tell you that 
you got to go read all those papers and figure out what they say. And you can't cherry pick the ones you, you like. You got to go go through them. How would you do that? So what happens in science today, people go cherry pick and if they have a political agenda. But with Cytosol, we have an approach where we can take those articles and I'm gonna share that with you. We have a very powerful way to take a metho methodological approach that allows us to organize those articles, right? And then extract out the molecular mechanisms relative to a particular system. Today's system that we're interested in, we're interested in the system today of uh, joint health, right? So if you're interested in cardiovascular health, it would be a different way you organize the molecular system. So we're looking at uh, glucosamine relative to joint health. So when you look at this diagram, we can literally go through and we can organize that. And then we can do mathematical simulations. So first we organize the content and we'll get some indication. Uh, that's called the bioinformatics approach. Then we do the computational approach. So this approach that we're gonna do on glucosamine, like I did, you know, we did MSM, we did chondroitin, and yesterday with hyaluronic acid. This is a way for you to get a much richer understanding. Is it, is it, are we covering every little detail? But I'll tell you, we're about light years ahead on just some guy saying, oh yeah, take glucosamine, it's good for you. Some guy at Whole Foods, oh, uh, they don't really know, uh, they haven't had the chance to do the depth or even medical professionals. So this is a systematic approach to understand um, uh, Jolanta said, why don't you talk about the dangers of 5G? We did a whole video, Jolanta, you should go look at it on the look at radiation relative to the pineal gland. I take a different approach and you should go look at it, it's out there. But anyway, um, and we can do more research on it, but that's the way, we, that's the approach that we take, all right? So, um, and by the way, this is the way most of scientific research gets done. It's called a reductionist approach. So, um, it's, from a cytosol perspective, this is a systems approach, but but the reductionist approach I also want to share with you, which is the opposite, is that if this, the elephant is understanding glucosamine and joint health or cancer or understanding uh, what happened with Trump over the last uh, four years or what's going on with the climate, that's really the big event. The story is what happens in science is more like blind men or in biology touch pieces of the elephant and they end up with something like this because they're just, they don't communicate, they look at pieces, it's a non-holistic approach. You know, the guy touching the uh, uh, trunk here thinks it's a snake, the guy touching the uh, ear thinks it's a fan, and the guy touching the, the tusk thinks it's a uh, spear, and so on, so you end up with something like this. This is called reductionism. So I want you to just think about that diagram, because a reductionist approach will never get you the truth, okay? A, the, the way that we get to truth is we take we have to take a systems approach. It's beyond even holistic. It's much more detailed. Okay, so let's go back. So let's. What does a systems approach mean? Well, um, and where did it originate from? So in, in terms of applying it to medicine and, and control systems theory. So this is a way that a biologist looks at the world, right? So if you go to a biologist and you say, oh, you know, I'm in, uh, I believe in yoga and I believe in energy, they're gonna like sort of look at you strange. But a biologist understands the world like this, genes and proteins and functional modules and the whole body. So this is the system of understanding of biology in the modern world. But there, this is a way that Eastern systems of medicine, at least in India, uh, Siddha and Ayurveda, the two ancient systems of medicine look at the body. They look at the body in a different way. You have the whole body and it's made up of tissues and 
It's composed of energies, vata, pitta, and kapha, which are composed of five elements, which are composed of these subtle energies. And that that is what contained in nature. And Purusha, by the way, there's a whole course I offer on this. So I have studied this with my grandmother I, and, and other um, people who've taught me, traditional healers, I've studied this. My interest was, could I connect both these worlds? So after I finished my PhD in 2007, after the invention of Cytosol, I took two years off, went back to India, and I wanted to understand the interconnection of these two worlds, Eastern systems of medicine and Western. And what that led me to was to a much deeper, profound understanding. So I made a significant discovery there, scientific discovery, which was, if you look at the forces of nature, transport, conversion, and storage, and I talk, teach this in the course, by the way, people are asking, where do they get to the course when we put this? So we have the Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior course. I just put the ticker on, which you can get at bashiva.com slash join. Um, but anyway, this understanding of the universe says that the universe is composed of these three phenomena, movement of energy, transport, the conversion of energy, information, and matter, conversion, the storage or the structural thing that holds everything up. And I teach this in the course, but these elements of nature, what I discovered when I was doing my Fulbright work was that, um, by the way, this uh, article came out on the front page of MIT, as I've shared before. MIT was very curious uh, why I wanted to go back to India after all my degrees, after all the companies I've started to study Eastern medicine, because I wanted to discover the this. So what I found was, this is what engineering school taught me. But what I found was that Transport is vata, conversion is pitta, and storage is kapha. What are these terms? Well, these are the ways the way the where the Eastern world looked at the world. And no one had ever made this interconnection. That became really the basis when I got back from India in 2011 to start a whole new uh, science, a whole new uh, institution I started called systemshealth.com. And those of you who are interested, a lot of you have written to me, hey, I want to know about systems health. Well, very briefly, Systems Health is a whole educational program I did between 2010 all the way, you know, to 2000 and, you know, recently, and I still do it. But Systems Health, first of all, teaches you those systems principles and how you can apply them to your own body. So you can apply the concept of transport, conversion, and storage to understand how, how do they manifest in your body. You can answer this tool that I created called Your Body, Your System that allows you to ask yourself a set of 30 questions and you can figure out where your red dot is in this triangle of transport, conversion, and storage. Then you can figure out, asking a different set of questions, how your body has moved away from itself. This is where you want to be. That's where your body is today. And then you can learn how the inputs of food, supplements, exercise can bring you back to you. And it'll actually help you calculate the right foods, supplements that are right for you. It's an educational tool to help you understand that you can manipulate the forces of transport, conversion, and storage, no different than how my grandmother can manipulate it with food and massage and those techniques, vata, pitta, kapha. So it's a very, very powerful understanding. And all of our students who go through the Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior training course um, get access to this. So, um, and then for those, again, who are interested in the system self, there's various certification programs. There's a whole master certification program we can, this is great for medical professionals, people are into yoga, people are into health, anyone. And it doesn't um, um, demand that you have any prerequisites except some you know, basic science. And you can take this course and you can get a certification, you get access to all the different books. And then you also get access to a tool that helps you um, help others, learn, teach, and serve. 
and you can get certified. But this concept of transport, conversion, and storage is fundamentally at the heart of this. And that concept is what is the basis of another course of the foundations of systems, which I've now um, put into that every truth freedom health warrior can get, because what you will find is that there is an interrelationship between truth, freedom, and health. So just like I just shared, there's a relationship between innovation, freedom, and infrastructure, which is where the invention of email came from. There is a relation between truth, which means our desire to want to find truth, the scientific method, freedom, and health. All right. And that is the foundation of our movement. So if email was an invention, if Cytosol is an invention, the truth, freedom, and health platform at vashiva.com is also, a, in many ways, a social innovation. It's an innovation to help all of you understand your body is a system, a computer is a system, how glucosamine and joint health is a system, but also to understand how we can get truth, freedom, and health by first getting educated on these scientific principles. So as I always do before I jump right in, is I always play the video. So those of you who've seen it, you may wanna share it, uh, hear it again, because repetition is a mother of skill. So let me just play that for people. Let's go to the video, okay? So by the way, if you everyone goes to vashiva.com, and I want everyone as you're listening to it, if you want, uh, by the way, you can go to vashiva.com, you can go right up to the main page, and you can um, see the video right off the main page. And let me play it for you. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. And this reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics. There's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work united. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with is a part of this movement. We're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people. They have to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. 
forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics. And there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the left wing, Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something. Or Robert Kennedy. Scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone, so please take advantage of that. So that's really the infrastructure training that really guides everything I do. And I wanna impart that knowledge on you because a systems approach is how we actually get out of any mess and we get to the truth. So um, let's go back to our uh, slide set here. So uh, you've, you've been able to, uh, by the way, um, the website is vashiva.com slash join. When you go there, you get access to all those tools that are up there and specifically, uh, people wanted me to cover because sometimes if you go to vashiva.com slash join, you, you can get educated, you can build community, you can get activated. When you log in, you'll get a login. Um, there's a whole bunch of tools that are being run in our data center, independent of big tech, independent of Amazon. This is on a, our infrastructure, the infrastructure that we have. I built many, many years ago. I used to run, um, you know, host the, uh, for email and consumer uh, management, the largest Fortune 1000 companies in the world. So that's the same infrastructure that you're getting here. So to get educated, you can go find all the courses where you can understand what a system is, that's up online. You can then 
uh, use the tool your body your system that I just talked about where you can understand how your body is a system that's included you get access to four different uh, popular ebooks system and revolution the science of everything your body your system your system your life you also get access to three research reports I share with you um, and by the way we have corporations just to pay us a lot of money for this but we rolled that in so you can actually start, start understanding how cytosol as a system can be used to understand turmeric and ginger as well as the fundamental science here and then you can also make sure you don't feel alone you can build community independent of big tech independent of facebook or twitter we have our own forums there's tons of forums out there so please log in here's some screenshots of them there's a health forum people are signing in and they're having all sorts of discussions they're uh, creating community they're having dialogue. There's also a social media um, equivalent, right? That includes, like here, Marie set up her page and you have people creating groups and people setting up their pages. And then you can get activated. We actually have flyers and cards and tools that you can use in your local community. So now you get educated, you build community. So for example, here's a whole card on masks, right? So instead of, um, you can literally understand and you can print this card out. We're, we have a couple hundred thousand people printed out on their own. They print them out at the local staples for a couple of pennies. The front of it has our branding and it really says building awareness of the risks of masks to your child. And then on the back of it has the science of masks and it gives them a page where they can go to. So you can hand this to your local Starbucks person or your local um, uh, you know, coffee shop person who, who's wearing this mask all day. So you can educate them. It has the science of masks. It gives them the public health implications. There's also similarly one on the issue of this whole um, vaccine stuff, but we wanna take beyond the dialectic of beyond vax or anti-vax. We wanna talk about boosting immunity. Similarly, there's a whole page built on for that where we have all the research. And then it talks about personalized medicine, why we need to build a strong immune system, all right? And you can see all of this there. And people are contributing. For those who contribute $100 or more, they get access to all of these tools. Some people don't wanna commit to that education. Other people just want the basic education. So that's available, or you can just become a member. So please take advantage of this. All right. So when we talk about glucosamine, everything I've just shared with you is the same approach we take to understanding glucosamine. We take a systems approach. We don't just take, well, I just want to understand it in some random way. We take a systems approach uh, to understanding it using the technology of Cytosol, which we're fortunate to have. So Someone says they lost audio. Is that true? Uh, can everyone hear? All right. Uh, great. No one can hear audio? Just checking in? Okay, good. So someone said, okay, so let's um, look at what is glucosamine. So here, I always begin with looking at the molecular structure of glucosamine. And what do you see here? So first of all, as I mentioned, over nearly 38,000 research articles, but this is what glucosamine looks like. I mean, it's, it's got a bunch of, you see this OH, 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 these are called hydroxyl groups, um, and it's got this amino group. So this is why it's called glucosamine. So, so part of the two structural polysaccharides, chitin, which forms the exoskeletons of insects, fungi, cell wall, shells, and um, shellfish, and chitosan, which forms the shells in shellfish. So it's, it's a very, uh, it, it's, it's, it's the, this molecule when connected forms the exoskeleton of insects. Okay. So it's a, it's a infrastructure. It supports infrastructure. It's cl clinically shown to have symptomatic relief for joint pain. 
and and uh, there's no known supplement drug interactions. All right, so it's relatively safe from the research we're sharing with you today. The glucosamine sources, where does glucosamine come from? Well, you can see it comes from um, shellfish, uh, uh, shellfish shells, niminal bones, bone marrow, fungi, okay? Bone marrow. Uh, if you study some of the traditional systems of medicine, you'll find that in, it's just a quick aside, but the marrow of bones is called the jing, like in, in, in uh, Chinese medicine, is where they say the power comes from. So in many cultures, they would crack bones and they do bone soup. But the marrows are literally where, even in your own bodies, where the stem cells are created for you know red blood cells. So bone marrow is a very, very powerful nutrient. But uh, as you can see here, it's derived from bone marrow. The other piece here is what are the biological effects? Where there are three biological effects here, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and it's chondroprotective. What does that mean? Chondrocytes are cartilage. We're going to shortly learn that there are different cells in the in, in joints. So if you look at your knee joint, there are different kinds of cells there. Okay, there's synovial, there's fat pad, meniscus, but there's also cartilage is composed of what's called chondrocytes. Just like red blood cells, it's a type of cell. It's called chondrocytes, okay? So um, the chondrocytes... Um, uh, um, as you age, as let's say you're, uh, you, you do weights or you, you push hard, you're an athlete, you know, you can tend to hurt your cartilage. Well, glucosamine is chondroprotective, okay? It's, it's chondroprotective, which means it protects cartilage. The health benefits are from the analysis is it reduces cartilage de degradation. It improves non-arthritic knee injury, improves range of motion, or re reduces pains and joints, improves the skin health, and it accelerates wound healing for better skin, hydration, and it reduces wrinkles. So there's a lot of research out of, out of those 38,000 papers pointing to all of these different benefits. All right, cartilage degradation reduction, improving non-arthritic knee injury, improving range of motion, reducing pain in joints, improves skin health, and the other subset of this, it accelerates wound healing, better skin hydration, which means it helps your body store water, and it reduces wrinkles. Okay, now having said that, I want to now go a little bit deeper into cytosol because I want you to understand the power of this technology. So we have all those 38,000 papers. So with cytosol, we're able to do what's called two types of analyses. The first analysis is called, when we're bringing it down the funnel, the bioinformatics analysis. Imagine go, having to read all that and really trying to figure out what's uh, the distilled uh, facts. Then we can do another piece called the computational analysis which means we, okay, understand the molecular mechanisms. Then we can go deeper to understand mathematically using cytosol to model all those molecular reactions. That's what's really cool about cytosol. And then saying, okay, what happens when we drop glucosamine into those molecular reactions? What will it actually do for that specific set of reactions? In this case, our, the, the reactions we're interested in is joint health, okay? So, so let's go back here. So cytosol... Um, you can go to cytosol.com if you want to learn more about it, but it came out of my PhD work. And one of the problems I saw in the pharmaceutical industry, which is really failing, and you'll see why, is the way they build a drug. By the way, a drug is not something that occurs in nature. They do test tube testing. It's called in vitro if you want to impress your friends. In vivo means in the animal. They do about seven years of this. They kill a bunch of animals. 
they test the compound. They say, oh, okay, we think it's doing something. So they'll give actually, you know, cause cartilage degeneration in an animal, give the compound, see it affects it. Then if they have gone through this, then they'll apply to the FDA um, and they'll try to get the allowance to go do human trials, phase one, phase two, phase three. Anyway, this takes around 13 years, $5 billion, and uh, less than 20% of the stuff entering phase one is even successful. Very, very costly process. And this is why pharmaceutical companies are looking to a new avenue of making money. This is why, and you'll see right here, here's the economics. They spend more and more and more money, that's this yellow line, to do this very antiquated process. And less and less and less drugs are being coming out of this pipeline because this pipeline is frankly very primitive. It doesn't work. And more of the drugs coming out have side effects. Even the FDA is not allowing it. So you have to consider why pharma companies are interested in vaccines. Well, vaccines are considered a biologic. They're not a drug. They don't need to go through, through that same regulatory process. And by the way, you cannot sue pharma companies in court. You have to go to a health and human services court. And more importantly, they don't have to go through all those regulations. So pharma companies, that's why they're moving towards vaccines, uh, less, um, you know, uh, less uh, testing they have to do. And it's a very, very different model, okay? So uh, let's go back here. So as we see here, and so this was one of the reasons that I was interested in cytosol because I saw this whole process was really dumb. The other thing is, in 2003, when the genome project ended right here, we thought we had 100,000 genes. The whole theory of biology was if you have this gene, you're gonna get this disease. Let's say you have the gene for osteoarthritis, you're gonna get bad joints. Well, it turns out that we only have 20,000 genes, the same number of genes as a worm. So what does that mean? That means that you are not your genes. So biology for, since 1950, since the discovery of DNA was saying, if you have this gene, you're gonna get this disease. And so since 1950, all the way to 2003, we gotta find that gene. What's the gene, what's the gene? And the idea was, well, we must have more genes than a worm, we're more complex. A worm had 20,000 genes. The irony, the revolution in biology in 2003 occurred because we found out we as human beings only have 20,000 genes, the same number of genes as a worm. So this meant it's not the genes that are the issue that we had to take what's called the systems approach. You see, the reductionist approach is always like the blind man just thinking this one part is everything. Or in climate change, oh my God, CO2 is everything. Not looking at the whole system. So that same revolution occurred in biology. All right, so what occurred in biology that was fascinating here was a recognition that genes are not uh, what makes us who we are. It is actually the fact that if you wanna understand the whole human being, you have to go from genes to proteins to cells and tissues. You have to go across this entire uh, span of different uh, genes and proteins. In fact, you have to start looking at the cell not as a nucleus, as a command and control center, but a whole interaction, an ensemble of chemical reactions, a system. So it's not, so the genes may be a small part of what you eat, right? So what you eat may turn on certain genes, what you think, right? what exercises you do, and that's what we're finding. It's not a one-way street, it's actually two ways. Genes and proteins and uh, all these things are, are highly, highly interactive. So again, to summary, the old model is I have this gene, I'm gonna get this disease, I'm screwed. No, the new model of biology is let's understand the molecular reactions. Well, when, so that's in 2003 is when I returned back to MIT, my old advisor Forbes Dewey said, Shiva, you're, 
you, you created email, you're into computing, you've done all this great stuff. You've always loved medicine. Now there's a systems approach. You know, the field could use your skills to imagine creating a technology that can mathematically model all of those chemical reactions on the computer. Okay, we can completely revolutionize medicine. So that's what I did between 2003 to 2007. I said, okay, here are these little molecular pathways. I can make the mathematical models, but in order to do something this complicated, I would have to um, go be able to integrate many, many systems of models. Okay, and that was the creation of Cytosol, where it allowed us. Uh, I created a whole technology where I could um, create small models and integrate them on the fly, which means we can handle complexity. And that um, has resulted over the last 16 years in the development of Cytosol as a company. But we are actually enabling truth, freedom, and health because we're doing all of this research in a decentralized, inclusive, transparent, open, personalized systems-based way where we're mining the literature, we're creating models, and we share. We're not into like hiding everything um, uh, when we find large science. And when we build our own products, obviously, you know, we... Uh, it's a business thing, but when we find knowledge, we share it with everyone. I'll show you an example of what we've done right here in Joint Health. So, um, and by the way, um, uh, I published a very important paper back in 2011, really showing all this. But fundamentally, Cytosol, it's not just taking a single compound like pharmaceutical companies. I can take complex compounds that occur in nature, run it through Cytosol long before we do test tube testing by mining all the work. By the way, this is how we do... Um, this is how we uh, build airplanes, right? We don't just throw a pilot and say, oh, let's kill him or maybe he dies or not. We do everything on the computer. Then we go do different designs. This is the future of medicine and that's what Cytosol is, all right? So when we looked at joint health, um, what we did was we went through nearly 22,000 papers across the entire world. And we were funded by the Arthritis Foundation as well as the University Health Network of Canada. I, I was giving a talk to a bunch of arthritis people and they said, wow, you have something pretty incredible. We wanna support you. And what we did was we took us back two to three years. We mapped out every molecular reaction involved in joint health. Then we put all of that together in one of the biggest maps. It's like, imagine charting the galaxy. And then we have made that accessible to all of you. We didn't put it in our own little cubby hole. We've created that and we can share that with everyone. I'm gonna share that with you. So we have the first molecular systems map of osteoarthritis, okay? And with that map, you can then start understanding, um, you can start understanding joint health. So let me go back to this. And those of you can access this. So if you go to, uh, this is the paper that we wrote, and I'm gonna log right into this. And let me go right here, just switch over here. We stop the screen. I'm gonna now, I just have to bring up vhu.cytosolve.com. So I'm going to now take you into Cytosol. We have an, an open science. I, I'm a big proponent of citizen science. Imagine I could share with you knowledge. You can contribute. Science can evolve much faster rather than relying on five colleges who get funded by, you know, Fauci and other people, you know, with a lot of political agenda that we're finding. Um, so if we go here, let me share the screen here. And I'm going to go right here. So I'm going to go to right here. Okay. So everyone should be able to see this. Um, and I'm going to go right here. Um, this is cytosol.com. And here is, so we have a whole research paper on it, by the way. If you want to uh, go here and read, there's a whole research paper. It's free. You can download it. 
if we had published this in one of those journals, it would cost you hundreds of bucks behind a paywall. You can actually go read about this entire analysis that we did, three years worth of effort that we did. But um, over here, you can literally use the visual graphics like Google Maps, and you can literally, this is the knee joint, and we're looking at all the different tissues in the knee. I can go look at one of the tissues like synovial. It gives me all the cells. I can perhaps look at cartilage, which is composed of, as I mentioned, chondrocytes. And within chondrocytes, I can go look at different ligands. What are ligands? Ligands are the particles that can land on the cells and cause a molecular reaction. Here are different kinds of ligands. There's growth factors, okay? Here are different kinds of growth factors. But that's not the only kind. There's things called cytokines, which you've heard of. These are the ones that can create an inflammation in your body. Here are different kinds of cytokines that land on the chondrocytes on cartilage. One of them is IL-1 beta, which I've shared. So you can look at all of these green molecules. If you have IL-1 beta in your body, all these other green molecules will get upregulated, which means they'll start showing up. And the red ones are the ones that'll start going down. So you can see there's tons and tons of all of these molecules that start showing up. So for example, here's TNF alpha, okay? TNF alpha has an inflammatory effect, right? And then you can start start seeing um, the ways that, that works. And I'll get back to that. You can go back to, you can understand, for example, IO1 beta. And the one I want to talk about, cartilage degeneration is MMPP13. And what can you do with this tool is you can say, okay, let's look at the catabolic effect. Well, what's the catabolic effect? The catabolic effect is the ability to, that's where it degenerates cartilage. And here, you can actually look at the molecular pathways. So I hope everyone's tracking here, okay? What we're doing here with Cytosov is we have an incredible approach that we can map all the molecular reactions across all those 30, 20,000 papers. And we're looking at all the ways things interact to produce, in this case, cartilage degeneration. And then we can look closely, almost like a microscope. And right here, I'm going at looking at the fact that IL-1 beta causes MMPP13, but look all these other nutrients that get in the way. So ginseng, for example, if I click on this, you'll find ginseng is something that stops. And here's the paper, here's the research. So there's no, you know, if someone on, um, you know, YouTube or Google or Twitter says, oh, I don't believe, well, here's the actual research. Here's the chondroprotective effects of ginseng on osteoarthritis. And similar, you can use this to find out, well, what happens if I take, you know, um, you know, uh, what's this one here? Uh, Wojanin, okay, this is another thing that is a Vogenin rich, rich. So Vogenin is, is another nutrient that you can find. You can also look at, for example, resveratrol, which comes in red, the skin of red grapes. But this is a very powerful tool that actually helps you explore all those pathways, okay? So that's what we were able to do with Cytosol. We were able to map all that out. Now, when it comes to understanding glucosamine's effect, we took out of all those molecular mechanisms, we started looking at what were the real things that can affect joint health, all right? And what we're gonna share with you here is those particular pathways, okay? So let's go back to here. So um, I just walked you through that. So here are um, the four mechanisms that are involved in joint health, okay? Inflammation, oxidative stress, cartilage degeneration, cartilage regeneration. We went over this, we talked about how MSM really helps oxidative stress reduction. We talked about how hyaluronic acid yesterday improves cartilage regeneration. We talked about how chondroitin 
um, can lower cartilage degeneration, right? We talked about this, but what does glucosamine do, right? And by the way, these are all the pathways, like inflammation has a whole bunch of pathways. Oxidative stress has hits whole bunch of molecular reactions. Cartilage has its reactions and cartilage degeneration. So all of these mechanisms were able to analyze bioinformatically, but also computationally. And by the way, each one of these mechanisms has a particular variable. So, so inflammation, we wanna bring down. Oxidative stress, we wanna bring down. Cartilage degeneration, we wanna bring down. Cartilage regeneration, we wanna bring up. That's denoted by the green. So each of these phenomenon have different biological markers or biological components, which are indicative of that. So PG2 is indicative of inflammation. Reactive oxygen species is in indicative of oxidative stress. MMPP13 is indicative of cartilage degeneration. Cartilage regeneration, collagen 2. We spoke about yesterday how hyaluronic acid increases this. So when we look at glucosamine's effect on joint health, what this is what we're finding from the bioinformatics analysis. So just to be clear, I want to just make this clear. Cytosol does two kinds of analysis. One is looking at all the papers and seeing what they say. And then one is we extract out the molecular pathways, mathematically model, and that's called the computational. So the first part now is we're going to look at the bioinformatics analysis of how glucosamine works. Remember, we're taking a systems approach. Glucosamine has a multiple, uh, multiplicative effect. It doesn't just do one thing, okay? It's not like the blind men. In nature, nature, it does many things. So you have to be careful when you start playing with nature because you can have uh, offsetting effects. So here, we're seeing here is that glucosamine here. Um, uh, let's see, do this here. Oops. Uh, I'm going to just plug in for the people on Instagram here so that they don't, I don't lose them. I just want to make sure they have power here. Sorry, guys, on Instagram. Okay, there. You guys should be probably should have no issue with power now. Okay, there. Um, so what we see here is the glucosamine affects uh, three of the joint health mechanisms, oxidative stress, inflammation, cartilage degeneration. Glucosamine lowers oxidative stress. You see that? That's what the hammer means, the red hammer. So you should, this is in biology. Lowers oxidative stress. It lowers inflammation. It lowers cartilage degeneration. By doing this, it makes sure you, you don't get joint disease, right? You get joint health, actually, okay? So... These are the three mechanisms that we're going to explore. How does glucosamine reduce PG2? How does it reduce ROS? And how does it reduce MMPP13? So just to be clear, the research shows that glucosamine doesn't help you increase cartilage regeneration. It looks um, right now from the bioinformatics, it helps you lower this. Okay, helps you lower this. So let's go a little bit deeper. How does it um, help you look at, let's say we're going to look at, first of all, we're going to look at uh, on oxidative stress. Okay, actually, let me go to inflammation first. We'll come back to this, okay? So how does glucosamine affect inflammation? Well, remember that IL-1 beta that I showed you? That cytokine is what creates inflammation, and it does it two ways. Glucosamine IL-1 beta uses this pathway, NF-kappa beta. So uh, IL-1 beta, um, pro-inflammatory cytokines such as activate P38 MAPK right here on the left, and it also activates NF-kappa beta, okay? You don't want these in your body, okay? Um, meaning at high levels. And this will produce IL-18, and this produces NF-kappa beta, which produces COX-2, which gives PG-2. By the way, these are also, 
to be clear, these are pathways related to cancer, okay? High inflammation, these variables are high in your body, all right? So you wanna be aware of that. So uh, IL-1 beta produces this, this gives you inflammation, NF-kappa beta, COX-2, PG-2, that gives you inflammation and you get joint disease. Okie dokie. What does gluco glucose mean? Well, it comes in and blocks IL-1 beta. So uh, it stops the expression of P38 and it stops the expression of NF-kappa beta. And IL-8 and PGE2, both of these, COX-2 is an enzyme, they increase inflammation. So boom, um, glucosamine stops it right up front, okay? It stops IL-1 beta. This is how it reduces inflammation. Second thing is how does glucosamine reduce oxidative stress? So what is oxidative stress? Well, if you have oxidative stress, it's basically your body is rusting, you know, it's aging. And oxidative stress um, is exhibited by a molecule called ROS, reactive oxygen species. There's a variety of reactive oxygen species, not only one molecule, um, there's a whole bunch of them. But what, um, what we can see here, what glucosamine does, it's there are two things which create um, oxidative reactive oxygen species. So under disease conditions, ROS is produced from NADPH oxidase. That's an enzyme that produces it. And whenever you see ASC, that's an enzyme. And electron transport chain in mitochondria. So your, your mitochondria, you're doing metabolism. Well, one of the aspects of running your engine, just like you get, you know, smoke coming out, right, out of the back or exhaust, the exhaust is reactive oxygen species. So excess ROS, if it's not clean up, will cause oxidative stress. And chronic oxidative stress leads to joint disease. So if you don't have proper cleanup mechanisms in your body, all right, you're gonna get oxidative stress. So what does glucosamine do? It bang stops ROS. So uh, it stops from you getting joint disease, all right? So that's the second way that glucosamine works. Right here, glucosamine is stopping the production of reactive oxygen species. So we've covered inflammation, oxidative stress, and let's finish up with cartilage degeneration. We have seen from the research that we've done across all those papers, the inflammatory cytokine IL-1 beta, this is a hallmark of joint disease. Let me explain what that means. If you have IL-1 beta in your body, it's, it's like the indicator of joint disease, all right? So it's a great way that, so if you, you can go to your doctor and you can talk to them about IL-1 beta, but IL-1 beta, you can maybe even educate them. IL-1 beta is a big indicator of joint disease, all right? So what you're seeing is IL-1 beta gives rise to this P38 MMPK, but P38, just like it produced inflammation, also produced MMPP13. And MMPP13 is what eats away your cartilage. This causes a catabolic effect. The good news is there are nutrients, glucosamine is one of them, which stops this IL-1 beta going to P38 and it, and remember, uh, MMPP13 degrades the collagen. That's the way this works in cartilage, thereby promoting joint disease via loss of cartilage. And glucosamine inhibits this activation, leading to downregulation of MMPP13. All right. So I hope that helps. So that's so. So right now, what we're covering to everyone joining new is we've just covered using cytosol. We looked at all the literature and are finding that out of the four things that affect joint health. Three of them, bioinformatics shows that, the literature shows that glucosamine can lower inflammation, it can lower oxidative stress, and can lower, lower cartilage degradation, okay? Now we're gonna move to using cytosols 
other capability where we do all the rocket science and modeling all the molecular reactions of these mechanisms and then seeing how so we, we we right now we believe that glucosamine affects these three things now we're going to go deeper okay so let's do that how's everyone doing good all right by the way all of this education is brought to you by Cytosolve's analysis. You know, I created Cytosolve. Uh, we help a lot of companies over the last 16 years. I thought pharma would want to use it so they could eliminate animal testing. They could create less toxic products. They move very, very slow. I work with a couple of them. Uh, we actually use Cytosolve to discover a two-combination drug for pancreatic cancer, which we even got FDA allowance. But I'm my interest really is nutraceutical stuff that occurs in nature. So over the you know over the last 10 years, we've helped. 100% all the nutritional companies. But I'll, I'll get to you, I have some exciting news where we've actually used Cytosolve now to, because we have all these mathematical models. I have tens of thousands of mathematical models. We've done so much research. We said, hey, instead of waiting for these nutri nutraceutical companies to fund us and then we got to get their business, why don't I just fund our own development? And we have a very exciting news on a new product called MV, mass times velocity, MV for momentum. Uh, MV25. Uh, it's the first time we're unveiling this. The product is in manufacturing, so you can pre-order it, but I'll get to it shortly. But um, the, the bioinformatics analysis we've done points to us that glucosamine affects inflammation, oxidative stress, and cartilage de degradation, which means it, get it lowers it. Now we're going to do the computational analysis. And what does Cytosol say to that? Okay. So here is looking at how uh, let's, I'm going to go here, inflammation. Okay, remember, PGE2 on the y-axis is a marker of inflammation, okay? So the, the, the literature said, oh, PGE2 will lower inflammation. So what we did is we said, okay, let's give 250 milligrams to 500 milligrams over two days, and we're doing this on the computer. Remember, we're not killing animals here. We're not doing dissections. We're modeling those molecular pathways of inflammation, and we're putting in glucosamine, and we're seeing what it does. And we, we, we're very conservative here. So we, what we're seeing is if you have 14, so you have a certain amount of uh, nanomolar molars of, of, of PG2 here, you can see as we dose, as we give greater dosage of PG2, it doesn't really seem to have that much effect on inflammation. So while the literature says that, our computational analysis says gluco glucosamine did not have a lot of effect on reducing inflammation, right? When we looked at oxidative stress, we see something very different. So when we give that same dosage, zero to 500 milligrams, and we're dosing it over two days under control conditions, glucosamine looks like it has a very powerful effect. From 160 nanomolars, we're down to almost um, less than 150, let's say 145 or something like that. So it almost has a 20% uh, reduction, right? About 20% in bringing down are 20% uh, in bringing down the level of, <clears throat> of oxidative stress. And that's only with about 20, 250 to 500 milligrams over two days. We wanted to be conservative, okay? That's what we see here. So our research says glucosamine has a very powerful effect. Again, I hope everyone's tracking. We did the bioinformatics research, but we don't just wanna believe the literature because we can model the molecular reactions. We can do our own powerful research here, okay? Next we're looking at the effect of glucosamine on cartilage degradation. Again, we did the same thing. So here we have a very high level of cartilage degradation, 457.6. And we see as we dosage from 50 
100, 200 milligrams, and so on over two days, it has also a effect from 456 down to 450. So it's not as profound as what happens with oxidative stress, it's moderate. So we found it has low to moderate effect on cartilage degradation, okay? So when I would, so in, in summary, it affects all these three, but we did a little, if you can see this, we have, we do these little heat maps and you can see it has really no effect on, on inflammation. It has uh, no effect on cartilage regeneration. It has some moderate effect on car cartilage degradation, but it really helps reduce the oxidative stress. That's what cytosol's research, research shows. So if you were to look at this, it doesn't do much for inflammation in our analysis. It does a lot for oxidative stress and okay for cartilage degeneration, all right? So I hope that teaches you, right? And by the way, Cytosol, we're constantly adding new research. It's like, a, it's like your iOS operating system. So in the joint health space, we get new literature, we rerun molecular pathways. So when we determine something, we're not like these guys saying, oh yeah, that's it, the story's over, CO2 produces, uh, CO2 is bad, or this is the only way. As the science improves, so will cytosol, okay? So now I wanna talk about a very powerful principle, a systems principle. Remember, I've been, I want all of you to become systems scientists. I want all of you to become political physicists. That's why I want all of you to support our movement for truth, freedom, and health. Go to bhiva.com slash join. But you'll find out that if we're gonna get what we want in life, it's not just gonna be just focusing on health, right? That's what, you know, one group of people, let's say the earthy, crunchy granola people wanna be healthy, they do yoga, that's health. Then over here are the 1A, 2A people, typically people, some people may call them conservatives who believe in the First Amendment, Second Amendment, they're for freedom. And then over here, you have the nerds, the scientists doing research and innovation, looking for truth. And each one of those groups have typically been working on their own. Our movement for truth, freedom and health says we gotta bring it together. We gotta have the synergistic principle. Because with synergy, you, you understand, wow, I gotta fight for freedom. I need the First Amendment, Second Amendment, because then I can do science to get to truth. And with truth, I can find out what really works, not just cherry pick what we just did here. Cytosol is really a scientific source of truth. And then we can find out what really is good for our health. So what we're finding here is glucosamine. Yeah, it's not that great for inflammation, but it really helps with oxidative stress. That's important to know. So if you're trying to figure out what supplements to take, you'd say, wow, hyaluronic acid, that helps me regenerate cartilage. That's what we found out yesterday. Oh, you know, um, uh, glucosamine, it helps attack the oxidative stress, right? MSM, it helps attack, let's say, inflammation. And uh, and then, you know, the, the chondroitin helps um, block cartilage degradation. Well, maybe I need a bunch of these, you see? It's just, and so as a part of that, I wanna end with um, showing you, uh, and oh, we're, I know you guys are writing in, what about MB25, I'm gonna get to that, okay? So the synergy principles, what I, what I also teach in our classes is like, when I grew up, I used to see, you know, my grandmother would not just put one, you know, if she saw you had an ailment, she doesn't just give you turmeric. Okay, eat turmeric. Okay. In traditional cultures, we learned food was medicine. Food is medicine because you're not just getting one thing. You're not getting a lot of one thing, you're getting a lot of little pieces of many things. Curry powder. When you put curry powder, curry powder isn't just one spice. It's a bunch of spices. So let me give you this example. Suppose we've heard that resveratrol, which is a skin of red grapes, which the Italians drink a lot of wine, that keeps them healthy, anti-inflammatory. Indians eat a lot of curry, which one of the main ingredients is there is turmeric. 
You know, studies have been done which show that Indians get one third, a two, one third less liver cancer than all of Asia because of the amount of turmeric they can they consume. So what we did was we wanted to simulate. What about if you're having a meal, you're having some a curry Indian meal, eating lots of turmeric, and you're having some red wine? What will that do inside the body? The synergy principle. So I can share that with you right here. So what we can do here is we can literally model that with cytosol. So I've taken curcumin, which is the active component in curcumin. He, the outer circle is a cell wall. The inner circle is a nuclear wall. All these little balls and lines are all those chemical reactions. And then I've thrown in curcumin into the soup of what's going on in your body, which causes inflammation. I've simulated inflammation. You can see how curcumin stops some of these pathways. Then I do the same thing with resveratrol. Then I say, what happens if I have my curry and my red wine? And then using cytosol, I can mathematically model this. The far right column is a variable. It's a cytokine. You don't want this this high, but when it's this high, 0.15, you have inflammation. No curcumin, no resveratrol. Okay, see that row? Then I just give curcumin. By the way, I'm doing this on the computer. No animals were hurt in this experiment. Five units of curcumin. I lower inflammation, 0.15 to 0.05. I give five units of resveratrol. I lower inflammation from 0.05 to 0.06. It's not as good as curcumin, but pretty good. And then look what happens. When I do the synergy, I reduce curcumin from 5 to 3 by... 40% and I reduce resveratrol by 60% and bang, it goes down by another 200%. This is called the synergy synergistic principle. Very powerful. This is why food is medicine. This is why traditional cultures, the art of culture was over thousands of years. They said, oh, you know, let's always add curry to fish and meats and etc." It became a medicine. And by the way, curry is turmeric and coriander and ginger and cumin. It's a lot of different herbs. And every village will tweak their um, combination because, you know, everyone had genetic differences, right? Very, very powerful. So what I want to share with you is what we've done is over the last um, several years, we have all these algorithms we've created, computer models of diseases, inflammation and pain and joint. We said, why don't we look at all the different things that are out there for reducing pain and inflammation and soreness and discomfort? And we applied cytosol. And we have discovered, I'm pleased to let you know, we've discovered two ingredients and we went through trillions of molecular reaction combinations to find the right combination, which will reduce, you know, the effects of soreness, discomfort, et cetera. And, and that we put into our first product, which is going to come out very soon. Uh, it's probably going it, to, uh, I think last time I did this, I think about tons of orders came in. So it's, the, uh, we luckily we're ordering a lot of it uh, based on your feedback, but it's called M. B25, and let me share that with you. So here's MV25. So MV25 um, is the first product we're creating out of Cytosoft Systems Biology Approach. By the way, that's a front label of the product. You notice we're not taking some new age view. We're not taking a pharmaceutical view. We're taking a systems biology view. So it's Dr. Shiva, system, scientist, systems biologist. MV in physics, mass times velocity means momentum, momentum to move. And it's cytosol optimized. Okay, what does that mean? So on the back of the label, it describes that. It says Dr. Shiva MB25 was formulated using the cytosol computational systems biology platform. All of you know are experts on this. A technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation results from integrating thousands of peer-reviewed scientific paper, just like we just did with the joint health, four decades across four decades in 68 research institutions, 
and computing trillions of potential, trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. Cytosol optimized, that's what we have on the front. What does that mean? That means this formula has been optimized to maximize benefits and bioavailability while minimizing toxicity based on current research. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that we want to take a very honest approach. Science is constantly changing. New science will come. What we are doing, and, and by the way, if you go to the health food stores, you see all these products, you go to them, well, how did you come up with that formulation? Well, I read a paper. I, you know, and that's, they don't, technology like Cytosol did not exist. So we have a unfair advantage here to really, unfair advantage against pharma, unfair advantage against a lot of the nutraceutical companies, unfortunately, they're a bunch of guys who get together marketing uh, weenies and they just put stuff together and they just put it and they just market the hell out of it. Here, we're not taking the marketing approach. We're starting bottoms up, like we want to build a bottoms up movement. And the, pop, the, the issue is let's really look at all the science, put together the molecular interactions. And we're telling you that tomorrow, if new science comes, we may reformulate. And that's what we want to do. We don't want to be stuck in the 15th century, like Fauci is telling everyone to do, you know, a particular, you know, a protocol, which is based on a hundred year old science. Here, we know science is constantly changing. We want to use that. So MV25, that's what we mean by that promise that we have. And we can make that promise because the science is changing. And on the other side of the bottle, it's, you know, it's uh, the capsule is, you know, uh, hemicellulose, vegetarian, it's clean food certified. And what we do is, you know, my goal is, um, I want to support people, and this goes to support the movement for truth, freedom, and health, which is your movement. We have to build a bottoms-up movement. So that's MV25. Oh, how do you get it? Hold on. I always forget to do this. I'm not that good of a uh, salesperson here pushing this product, but let me show you where you get it. So if you want to go to go to um, uh, go bhshiva.com. Let me go here. Go to bhshiva.com. Go to our website again. Let me take you back there. Everyone go to vashiva.com. And you'll notice, by the way, I want people to uh, sign up to become a warrior. If you go to vashiva.com slash join, um, there's a whole facility for you to become support our movement. We're, we're building our own hardware infrastructure network. Your, your contributions help support um, our research. And when you support us, you know, those of you, um, you don't have to contribute anything. You get access to some basic tools, but if you can contribute $100 or more, I want to support you. you. Get access to all the entire Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior training program. Please do that. That's for you. And if you want to just be a supporter, you can do that. Just get the book and the tool. But if you want to get MV25 right on the top, there's this little button called Shop. And we should really expand this. You guys have asked us to do that. We'll put more products up here. But here's MV25 right here in the shop. And you click on MV25, and it'll take you where you can add it to your cart and you can shop. Um, so pre-order now, it's gonna go pretty quickly, but this is MV25, it's got all the stuff here on it. You can research it. It's got the different, the back of the bottle, the front of the bottle, everything's right here for you to enjoy. So anyway, I wanted to share that with you. It's very exciting because uh, for years I've helped others and people have said, Shiva, why don't you do your own stuff instead of waiting for the other guys always teaching others what to do. So that's what we've done. We really took your feedback. But our movement for truth, freedom, and health, we have the technology infrastructure so you can build community. We have the educational infrastructure. And then we're going to support um, 
you. And one of the things we're going to do is when people become truth, freedom, health warriors, as our products start coming out, people also get um, discounts. We also, people have said, hey, I want to be able to promote and resell your products. And we're thinking that through. So, but the bottom line is we're creating our own movement for truth, freedom, and health. VA Shiva provides that infrastructure. It is a technology, scientific, educational community infrastructure, and it's yours. The only way we're going to defeat election fraud, the only way we're going to win medical freedom, the only way we're going to uh, get clean air, clean water, clean food is not by politicians. It's by us building a bottoms up movement, finding technologies like Cytosol, using tools like Systems Health. And that's what this is about. So I hope you all take advantage of it. I got to run over to Ken Fielding's wedding. Everyone say happy a happy wedding. Congratulations to Ken. Um, so let me see. Any questions we got here? How are we doing over here? Uh, I'm from Peru and we know how to treat illnesses without going to the doctor because many of us don't have money to pay for that, but we count on natural remedies. Exactly. My grandmother was a local healer. She worked 16 hours in the field. People couldn't afford, you know, to go to a doctor and et cetera in that small village. She would observe your face. She would figure out what was right for you. Right medicine for the right person at the right time. Sandy Garifano says, congratulations, Ken. Ken, if you're listening on my way over, congratulations to, oops, where does Sandy go? Congratulations to Ken. Yes, amazing visuals. Thank you, everyone. So remember, here's your homework assignment for everyone. Support this movement for truth, freedom, and health. Become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. Tomorrow, every, uh, not it's today, today's Saturday, sorry. Every Monday evenings, I run the course. It's not like a video thing you're listening to, just a video. I run it, you get to, we have, chat we have interaction sessions you know through chat but it's a three-hour course all of you will learn the science of systems that is how you figure out what's right for your body that's what you figure out um how we build a political movement it's all interrelated the science of systems can help you how to win truth freedom and health it can help you figure out how your body is a system and this knowledge it took me 40 50 years to develop and it's here you can't get it anywhere else and we want to build a community around this we want to train people to learn teach and serve. So please join the movement for truth, freedom and health. I expect a lot of you uh, see you in class on Monday. Uh, by the way, I do it every Monday evening, but sign up, become a truth, freedom and health warrior. And those of you um, who are interested in MB25, go to the shop, um, vashiva.com uh, slash join or, or the shop and order it. Okay. Um, I want to do something later tonight on another topic of this whole thing uh, with Andrew Cuomo tomorrow. I wanted to do it yesterday, but we still didn't finish. But tomorrow, we're going to have a big day tomorrow to talk about in the evening, afternoon and evening, about how we get clean elections. So keep an eye on it. Anyway, support the movement for truth, freedom and health. It's your movement. Get educated or be enslaved. And let me finish with our great video. And I wish everyone well. Let me go back to here. And by the way, to go here, you just go to uh, vashiva.com. You click on join Dr. Shiva right up on top. And the video is right there. Share this with your friends. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people, 
There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work united. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with is a part of this movement. We're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people. They have to go local, to go local, to go local. Fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics. And there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something. Or Robert Kennedy. Scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts... I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, 
but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on B as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com. So people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to vashiva, Victory America Shiva, vashiva.com. All right, everyone, have a good weekend. <clears throat> I'll see you tomorrow or maybe later tonight, but definitely tomorrow. Thank you. Be well.